0: Hi, everyone. This is Jen Kesnick, and you're listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And today I have my friend Angela on. Angela, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And so I found you through Instagram. We had some mutual people that we were connected by and um, started following. And through Instagram, kind of learned about your experience and your journey of what was you were going through and thought it would be really inspirational for other people to hear about your story, so why don't you go ahead and start where it all began.
1: Um, So the story that I am going to share today started October 4th, very suddenly, and I had a stroke. I was 40 years old, and I had a headache that night. So the night of my stroke was a night like any other night. I was home with my kids. They had just gone upstairs at 8 o'clock to do what they do in their rooms before bed and get ready, Um, I had a headache. And the headache was different than any headache I'd ever had. It felt like a migraine because it was on one side of my head, but it came on really, really suddenly. It was 8 o'clock. I was fine. It was 8.15. This headache wasn't going away. I got up to get water. I couldn't hold a glass in my hand. The glass dropped. Oh, wow. It should have been a sign. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. And I slept till the next morning. So it wasn't till the next morning that I went to the hospital.
0: And how are you the next morning?
1: So the next morning I got up and honestly, I felt funny. So one side of my body felt off. I could tell a little bit that there was something wrong, but my headache was gone. So I sort of figured I, I, I didn't pay attention. Like I'm 40 year old mom I have three kids to get to school I'm picking up my nephew I'm doing a million different things there was no stopping to go to the yeah like there was no stopping to think about it even it was hardly even a thought in my mind however my mother called um and like a good mom said you need to go to the hospital like you really need to have this checked yeah um And everybody was surprised, so I went into the ER, and when I first went in, they said, we're going to check you. It seems like it could have been a stroke, but honestly, the presentation should be different by now, so we don't think that's what happened. They did a CAT scan. It was okay. They said, you know, to be safe, we're going to do an MRI, and it changed. Like, the whole room changed. I was back from the MRI, and all of a sudden, it was five people in the room saying, listen, you had a major stroke. Like, that's what really happened. Like, you had a right cerebral stroke, and we're admitting you, and we're talking about transferring you, and we're going to run a bunch of other tests right now to see if we can do anything. It became, I felt like I was in an emergency room. Yeah. So you can sort of, if you've been through that, you feel the panic, and it's a scary... Horrible. All of a sudden, everything's accelerated. Everything is. And there's a million people talking to you, and they're all talking to you at once. And now a stroke is a brain injury. So your brain is not functioning the way it did the day before. Uh, so it's very, uh, completely overwhelming. Were you thinking clearly at this point, or were you confused? Confused. Yeah. For sure confused. And it wasn't helpful that when you're in an emergency room... They will talk to you, and one person won't talk to the person who just went into the room. So one person had come in and said, I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Then someone else came in and said, I think you just have a migraine. Yeah, I know that doctor was supposed to be... So it's hard. Um, they do the best they can. Like,
0: Well, it's a series of guesses. Yeah. You know, it's a practice.
1: Right, right. So it's not... It's challenging on both sides, I'm sure. As the practitioner and as the doctor, it's got to be frustrating. And as the patient, it is confusing and overwhelming. And what happened was my symptoms sort of got worse for about four days. And that's what the neurologist had said could happen. Were you in the hospital this whole time? I wasn't. I went home in probably two and a half days after. I am not the best patient in the hospital and was anxious to get home and not be around hospital germs. Yeah. Um, and sort of try to figure out where I was going to go from here I mean I was 40 years old I had three kids uh, to support completely by myself and I just had a stroke and couldn't talk
0: yeah that's crazy and frightening
1: yeah yeah I mean they would ask me my birthday I wouldn't be able to say the number it just wouldn't come out right I think I was saying my son's birthday so in the beginning my whole head was very jumbled Um, I was really lucky that I have recovered the way I've recovered
0: yeah Yeah, and that was October, and here we are in January. Right. So you're looking pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. How do you you. feel now?
1: Um, Amazing. So amazing. I'm still tired. I still have some things that I'm coping with, but I was blessed in that a few things. I would say that I had been through rough things before in my life. So I was able to sort of, even though I wasn't really... With it all the way, I knew enough to know, okay, you have to get support. You have to have a plan. You have to look at your resources. You have to let people help you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that I made a lot of good choices during the past few months. It's been incredible the amount of support that I've gotten from... Yeah, like, so the community has given me support. There were meals here. My friend had set it up. They were here every single day for six weeks. My kids were fed dinner. I didn't have to think about it. That's so nice. Um, I hired a health coach. Um, So I hired Colette and who I've done a podcast with before. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's Yes, she's amazing. She's amazing. And, you know, my mother really wanted to do something for me. And I said, listen, get, get me a coach. Yeah. Smart. Right. And I really have always said that I'm about coaching, and I think that if you're going through things in your life and you're having a hard time, having a coach can be more valuable than anything else because they can do the therapy part, and they can give you actual advice, and they can really hold you accountable. So there's a lot of things that a coach can do that, while I was pushed to go into a lot of different therapies, and I did some therapies, Um, the coach was... What changed it. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting here. Like if Colette hadn't come into my life, I don't think I would be.
0: Well that and what chewing. you said before is that you've been through difficult things in your life and I really truly believe that people who have adversity in their lives are really quick to pull their bootstraps up and keep going forward. Well, you have to. You have to. And you're not so you have to. struck down like, why did this happen to me? You're like, oh yeah, it shit
1: happens, and now we gotta get through this. Right, exactly, and like I had said, you know, I tell my kids all the time, hard things happen to every single person, and that's just the world. There's going to be a time in your life that the phone's going to ring, and whoever is on the other end is going to give you news that's going to break your heart into pieces, that's going to happen to yeah. you. It's going to be horrible, and you can't prepare for it, and no matter what, it's going to hurt. But if you know that, listen, there's going to be another side to it, it really does change it. It yeah. really helps you get through like, it. This is what's happening right now. Let's see what we can do to right. get to the other side of this. Right, and how can I be stronger when I get through it? Because how, I think there is that how do I surround myself piece? with
0: the people who are going to help me get through yep.
1: this? Yeah, it's really you really have to look at your resources and you have to think about like what what can I do differently to make, you know, as Colette says to me, how do I make the story ending change? Like, yeah. what do I do differently this time? How am I stronger when I come through this hard thing? Mm-hmm. So I think the more you go through those hard things, the stronger you get sort of is yeah. true. So yeah. going through the stroke, certainly not something I would wish on anyone ever. But I certainly have learned and grown from it. In the same sense, everything has
0: the silver lining, right? That you can look for if you choose to be that kind of person, right? It's going to look for the silver right. lining, not right? Say, why me,
1: right? But and it's what you're saying. It's saying choose, and that's really what it is. Like it's a act of choice to say, I'm going to take everything that feels negative and feels bad about this, and push that away and keep that out of my mind because I don't enjoy those thoughts, and I'm going to keep the thoughts I enjoy flowing through my mind. And it works. Yeah.
0: If you choose to see the beauty in something, exactly. you'll find it. If you exactly. choose to see the bad in something, you'll exactly. find it. And now looking back, do you feel like there was warning signs or it just came upon you?
1: So I wish I could say that there were. Um, but honestly, it was, for me, three factors. Um, one was a hole in my heart, but 25% of our population have that particular that hole know. and don't know. know right, And and you're walking around without it. So that's a pretty common thing. It's not... you just that alone wouldn't cause a stroke, I don't think. Um, I also have a different factor to, or a different abnormality, I don't know exactly what it is, that's genetically in my blood and makes me prone to clotting. Okay. But again, even those two factors shouldn't have caused a stroke. But the third factor was I had recently, um, for the first time, started taking a birth control that had hormones in it. Wow. And it was four months prior I had started, and that was the golden Boy, just arrow. for luck, because right.
0: they say that that could happen.
1: Yep. It, it was the arrow that hit the nail on the head, and that's what happened, is that that birth control pill, the, so... The trifecta. Right. So I say a few things to people all the time. I say, if you have a headache that feels different, if you have something, and if you're a woman and you're thinking... If you even think you should go to the emergency room, if you think it feels different, it's not going to hurt for you to take time away from your family and go.
0: And that's a key word right there. If you're a woman and you have one little inkling...
1: Exactly. Because usually... Because that inkling is telling you.
0: Right. But we push it off like, now I still have to make dinner and I have to do this and I have to drive here. So if you have that one little inkling... Because I say to my clients all the time, you know, I'm a yoga teacher and... I say, you know, don't... You know, every single time you get hurt, you say to yourself, I knew that was going to happen. Exactly. So if you have that inkling, go exactly. for it. That's your body exactly. telling you.
1: Right. I was sitting at home Googling what it was like to have a stroke. Right. As I'm having a stroke <laughs> and not doing anything about it. It was really, um, looking back, I want to so kick exactly, myself.
0: You knew exactly what I was
1: knew happening. I just didn't have time to cope with that sure. and wanted to wish it away. Yeah. So don't do that because things do really happen. Um, sometimes you can't wish them away. And particularly with a stroke, you know, it's true for anything. But with a stroke, if you are at the hospital, and I don't know the exact time, but within three or four hours, they can give you medicine that will make it stop. Yeah. So I wouldn't have any deficits. Oh, okay. So now I'm living with deficits three months out, some that I might live with forever. Wow. And if I had gone to the hospital that night, I wouldn't. Right, right. It's a big, 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 big difference. It
0: really is. So go. Yeah, so go. And now between your own investigative work and working with Colette, what do you do differently now?
1: Um, So I was, you know, nothing that I was doing caused the stroke. However... I had for a long time been a single mom with three boys, and we've been through...
0: Which is exhausting A right lot there. of things,
1: right. So, it, you know, three boys is exhausting, one boy is exhausting, mom is exhausting, all of it. So we had been through a lot of other things prior to this with my other kids. Um, so I had never taken the time to really take care of myself as well as I should have. So really now I would tell you that my new mantra for life is that nutrition and fitness are the base. I have to have nutrition and fitness in my life every day. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just not worth even doing the rest of it. Number one is self-care. Right. And when I have nutrition and fitness on board, I feel great. So I've gone from being able to walk 700 steps and being awake for an hour a day for the first three weeks, I think, to... This morning I got up and was the only person who attended but did a spin class for an hour and I'm drinking my bulletproof coffee and had my shake with spinach and blueberries and really think about what I put in my body. Yeah. I take better care of it. You're more mindful. Right. And I think that definitely much more aware of what's going on with it so being more in tune with it and having a little bit more respect for here's this body that I have and I have to take care of it because it's the only one I'm going to have yep. and really making it the priority and sort of showing my kids that it's the priority really has just been wonderful because their nutrition has gotten better um, through all the health coaching that I've gotten they really have gotten better to learn to eat healthy. So they've learned to make better choices. Sure, they're always
0: watching. Always right, watching.
1: right. And they're learning. Like, it's about balance and making good choices, and they really have learned to do that. So it's another Absolutely. another silver lining yeah, we find. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. And, you know, right then and there, when you're saying you're a single mom of three kids, I'm sure it's
1: frightening when something happens to you. It's like, nothing can happen to me. I'm, I'm the person. No. Um, I am beyond beyond grateful that I live in a place that is unbelievable and the community my family which is extended have been one person better than the next like every person that I say anything to is understanding everyone has been so helpful it's really when you look out into the world and there's so much negative and my kids say why don't you listen to the news and I say it's just horrible stuff and really, there's so many wonderful things that are happening in the world. So why can't we talk about what a great community I, I live agree. in and what wonderful people there are? And really, if without that, I don't know where I would have been.
0: I agree. That's how I started this. It was all the, you know, diversiveness from last year in the election. It was right after the election. And I was like, there's a lot of things we do have in common. Can we talk about that? Because yeah. this pulling each other apart is never right. gonna. Meet us in no. the middle. No. Like, let's find people to talk to that are positive and uplifting. Right. That we all can. We all want to be healthy. We all, all want our kids to be happy. Right.
1: And just be nice to people. Just be nice. You know what? If you don't want to be their friend, best friend, you don't have to be. But you don't have to be mean. Just be nice to people. If right. everyone was just nice to each other and assumed good and assumed, listen, if they're not being nice back... They need you to be nice more because they're going through something. I agree. I have been that woman many times in my life that they were the kids were little and things were impossible and haven't been nice to somebody and really all I needed in return was kindness because I was struggling. Yeah.
0: I so need, giving I need it some out. Help. Yeah. Hurt, hurt people hurt people. Yeah.
1: Giving it out is only going to help you.
0: Yeah, I agree. And now when did the blog start?
1: So I started blogging a while ago. I started when, um, and it's a story for another time probably, but when my son was diagnosed with juvenile idiopathic arthritis. Yeah,
0: that's our To Be Continued podcast. Yeah, that
1: would definitely be a To Be Continued. (laughs) Um, And blogged for two years and then took it down and restarted, (laughs) Uh which I loved. So I loved the experience in the beginning. I loved getting things out there. I was sort of dealing with him being sick and trying to find what direction I wanted to go from... All of my past work experiences and what I wanted to do for work and so I've sort of found where I want to be in that and now blog and I'm writing about the stroke and that experience and I'm going to be sharing a lot more about how we've chosen to live this life where we choose every day to be happy and we choose to be positive and that's sort of what I expect from my entire household and how I'm doing that. And then also on the side, I do social marketing, media marketing for okay, people, cool. which is great. And you can get some information coming soon on my blog, surfingandsequence.com, about okay. that.
0: Surfinginsequence.com is the blog. They can find you on Instagram at Surfing yep. And Facebook, you have a Facebook page. Yeah,
1: Surfing and Sequence. There's a Facebook page, so you can find me any of those places. And is that now
0: gone from talking about juvenile arthritis to more about your stroke or it's
1: yeah you'll find a little bit there's not much up you know there's a few articles and you'll start to see a lot more coming Um, but there's a little bit about my stroke there's a little bit bit about how I we choose to be happy and things you guys can do you know I talk about taking a trip to target and letting everybody spend five dollars and making it a challenge even letting them pick names and say you buy for me and I'm going to buy for your brother and your brother's going to buy for somebody else and the things you can do to sort of just say I need a break from the world and it sucks out there and it's horrible but here we are and we can just choose to be happy and enjoy this moment so it really is true a lot of that stuff up there
0: and I you know sometimes it's like a a day-to-day choice and sometimes it's an hour-to-hour choice yes. and yes. a minute-to-minute choice yeah
1: it definitely is it's
0: like you know my husband says all the time he's like you know roadblocks and boulders keep coming at you and you got to dodge and weave
1: yep (laughs) and and you're going to get hit with them and that's going to happen and you have to be able to get up and just keep going and the quicker you can get up and keep going the easier it becomes to do it the next time absolutely I agree
0: well I love your Instagram it's totally inspiring and uplifting and you know for some like we were saying before you know for so many people out there um, you know maybe they're down in the dumps about something and then maybe they'll see your Instagram and be like okay right it's not that bad right you know and someone always has it worse there's
1: there's I, I tell idea. you like I think I could be sleeping on the street and that really happens to people in our country where we live yeah so if you think it's really that bad, I promise you it's not yeah. it really it really isn't and the things that are really bad and that feel different, you can get through them and there is another side
0: yeah and I feel like people you know are inherently want to help other people yeah they really do you know it feels
1: good there's nothing that feels better than helping someone who needs help yep we talk a lot about giving and it just feels great to make somebody else smile feels awesome I often will put Instagram things and say, just choose to smile at everyone today. Smile at four extra people today and say hello and look at them. Yeah. Because that makes a difference in the world. And mm-hmm. if we all chose to do that four extra times a day, the whole world would be better tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it would be that easy. So I agree. Eye contact. Yep. With the, you know, person at 7-Eleven. Right. Exactly. Or whatever. Just with everyone. Because everyone has a story. Yeah. Everyone's going through something. Absolutely. Everyone wants happiness.
0: Yeah, we're all connected that way.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And we will do a To Be Continued when you're ready.
1: Awesome. Um, And feel well. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Anytime. So um, check her out on Surfing and Sequins, Instagram, Facebook, and surfingandsequins.com, Angela's blog. Um, If you like what you hear, go to iTunes and subscribe. All right, everyone. Be nice. Work hard. Peace.